0: Can <laughs> we all get along? Last Karen Harvard. Yeah, Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no five. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Week on Earth. Hello, mad ones. I'm back. Last Week on Earth is back. The pod is back. The bitch is back. We back in business. We back and we better than ever. You got to keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. And we're trying to do it our best that we can and my best that I can. And the best that the, that the can do. With a can do attitude coming through for 2022. It has been a long time. And we begin at this very moment. A brand new season of last week on Earth. In the 11th year of the podcast, 12th year, brand new season starts now. In the past, I would start the podcast by apologizing for it being a long time between seasons. And this is something I've been working on since we last gathered. Is not being so hard on myself. Been very hard on myself for a long time. Feeling like I'm letting you down, letting myself down whenever I fall a little bit short of the things that I want to be doing. I say I'm going to do, which is not good, but the things I want to be doing, you're always going to fall a little short, especially when you have a million different things you're trying to do. And so instead of me continually feeling like I'm letting people down by not perpetually doing a podcast that's very challenging to compile and do, I realize no one does year-round, anything, even shows with huge staffs, and so I'm going to reframe the way I look at it. This is a new season, and we're going to do seasons of this podcast. we back now with a new season. That's all there is to it. I hope that's okay with people. I hope that's not frustrating for people to deal with, and if it is, I don't care. It's a new perspective I've gained through, since we've last gathered, being in therapy. I'm a therapy man now. I'm learning that I have to put balance in my life and I can't hold myself to such unrealistic expectations and always be let down by my own damn self. What's the purpose of that? Not good for nobody. We start, as always, with the big story. And there's a lot to catch up on the news before I go to this week's news, including Trump maybe around the corner and getting in big trouble for you know the Espionage Act and FBI raiding his uh compound i'd like to call it the absurd place he lives on a golf resort in florida but we'll get to the news of this week in a moment from this last week on earth but we have some stories to catch up on from the recent several months since we've last been together and we always start with the big story and obviously the big story over the court last six months or so courtney kardashian and human tattoo travis barker have wedding at Santa Barbara Courthouse after a Las Vegas ceremony, and then a wedding in Italy, a triple wedding. Which is surprising if anybody related to a Kardashian being interested in lots of attention. The stars were photographed outside a courthouse in Santa Barbara. Kardashian forty three wore a who gives a fuck? While human tattoo or a larger who gives a fuck. They posed by a black convertible bearing a just married sign on the back. How original. You got all those tattoos, and that's the best you can come up with is a just married sign on the back of a of the car, dude? Since he could have probably thought of something better, can't you drink blood like Megan Kelly and Machine Gun Fox do? Machine gun fox and Megan Kelly? Didn't I just say that? Megan. Megan Kelly's the one from Fox news that Trump said had blood coming out of her wherever Megan Fox and machine gun Kelly. So I meant to say, and I don't really care and neither do you and neither do you as well. I have a big announcement to make and why I tried to make sure we got this podcast in right now is that I hope some of you see it pop into your podcast subscription and, Feel nostalgic for the old pod and listen to it before this happens, but if not, it still applies after most of it. But it's that time, six years since the premiere of my first stand-up comedy hour special, Neurotic Gangster, debuted on Showtime. It's that time again, my second ever hour comedy special, produced by Helium Comedy Studios, recorded in January. Takes a while to edit and produce Distribute these things, but it drops on YouTube this time so the whole world can see the best place to blow up with specials these days. This Sunday, August 14th, 2022, in the year of one of the Lords that are out there, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. I'm very proud of this thing. It's called The Mad King. And I believe this is a next level special for me in a major way. I cover lots of crazy topics in this thing. Everything from wokeness to religion, to racism, to protesting the anthem, to abortion, to the onslaught of technology and how dependent we're becoming on it. To the constitution, to religion. Which I even just took on in describing the intro of this podcast right now. To... Transgender bathrooms and LGBTQ issues and performative anti-racism and, of course, some weed jokes in there and some personal stories about ex-girlfriends and people I dated and stories about my girlfriend, asterisk on that, I'll explain in a moment. and stories about being in therapy and about a huge fight I got into in a in a parking lot that I think will stick in your memory long after the special is done. I hope you check it out. But of course, I got something extra for you as an offer. And this time, I'm offering you something really fun to be part of, and it's totally free. If you'd like to not just watch the special, but you want to watch it with me, you want to watch it with me live when I watch it, in its final form for the first time. You can join me for a free watch party. At Nowhere Comedy Club. On Zoom. I hope you do join me for it. At 4.30pm Pacific. 730 Eastern. Doing a free watch party. Taking your questions. Having some cocktails with you. Some smokes if that's your thing. If you like a sparkling water. Or just to tickle yourself. That can be your boys and you do it. You join us. And then at 5 we'll all watch the special together. You'll have it open on your own device. I'll have it open on mine. I'll watch it together live. I'll respond to any further comments as the whole special goes, live and questions in the comments on YouTube. And as soon as it's over, we'll do another half hour together and celebrate even more properly and drink more, and I'll take more questions. You can get a completely free ticket right now if you go to NowhereComedyClub.com and get that ticket, dog. I can't wait for you guys to see it. This thing is wild. I'm very proud of it. I shot it in Philadelphia. And uh, let me know what you think. You might have noticed also that I opened the podcast by saying hello mad ones and not hello brain trust like I always have. He'll always be the brain trust in some way, of course. That'll always be what the listeners of this podcast are to some degree. But it's time to update some things. Because over the course of the pandemic, as some of you know, my fans have really become the mad ones kind of went through a rebranding, went through a re-categorization of ourselves because the world's mad and we're all mad. And I like that we can go mad together while interpreting it. We can get mad at the things in the news that require that. During the week, and on the weekends, we can let loose and go our own kind of wacky mad. Willy Wonka style mad, getting Willy with it. Not slapping down nobody, but putting on funny hats and digging a hole straight down to another universe, a multiverse, a place where we can converse and traverse the land in our own heads. Walk around like a man with a plan or a woman playing in the sand like a sandbox can. Sandboxes don't play, but maybe they do. They're probably pretty joyous areas of land compared to a lot of lands they just get built concrete on top of it. and it's gotta be heavy on a sand area, so it's have concrete on top of it for the rest of its life. Sandboxes have a good deal. Sure, kids are peeing in there sometimes. But they also get a lot of fun had inside of them. And they don't have the weight of the world on top of their shoulders. Imagine being sand under a skyscraper. Good Lord. People only look up and appreciate the marvel. But it's got to be tough on the ground under it. And I think you know that. And if you didn't, now you do. And if you don't know, now you know. So, there's that. And so... It's also absurd to have triple branding. You, I shouldn't even have double branding, but the glebe squad's been a thing since high school. As I told the story before, I wasn't even allowed in the, in my own squad wasn't allowed in the glebe squad until I earned my way in. And the mad ones just happened so organically because it came from the quote that I love so much from on the road by Jack Kerouac one of my favorite quotes and when I started doing glee off the top crowd work and improvised madness. I realized the perfect name for my supporters is the mad ones. Because the quote, if you don't remember it is the only people for me are the mad ones. The ones who are mad to live, mad to talk, mad to be saved, desirous of everything at the same time. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but Burn, burn, burn like fabulous yellow Roman candles exploding like spiders across the stars. That is the only people for me. People that are into it and in it to win it. Not by traditional means of success, but just to win the enjoyment and happiness in their lives in this weird world that's so hard to find happiness in sometimes. And so that's why I like the mad ones, and that's how I'll be addressing y'all from now on. That's how I'll be undressing you all from now on. I'm kidding. I would never do that. I'm not a single man. I might undress one of you every blue moon. If you were a female, one of you, we met under the right circumstances and there were sparks, but no longer for me because that leads to my own other news and my own bit of personal happiness and why I put an asterisk after my girlfriend because my girlfriend, Carmel, is now my fiance, Carmel. As an old man of 142 years old, I decided to finally wrap it up. I mean, I always wrapped it up, you know what I'm saying. I decided to finally take it downtown, Chinatown, but not in the sexual way, more in the downtown to courthouse town, or we will be soon, sometime in the near future. Love of my life. When you find the love of your life, you got to lock it down. You also got to grow up at some and experience all life has to offer, not just a single life. I just found someone who's just so wonderful in so many ways and who checks off. Most of the damn things on my list. And I had a long list. And it's just been so wonderful and loyal and amazing and kind and supportive of me. While also being fine as hell. Beautiful, sexy, cute as can be. Dynamic, adorable. Kind while also being sarcastic and sardonic and much more bitter than I am. It has made me more bitter in a fun, funny way. And a hilarious human being to boot. You gotta lock that down, or else somebody else will. So I took her to Paris, which has always been her life dream, and kind of recreated the climactic scene of her favorite movie, Amelie. Her favorite romantic movie, at least, and did it right at the base of the carousel, at the base of at the carousel, at the base of Sacré cœur in Montmartre, Paris, France. And she said yes. Well, she didn't quite say yes. She nodded, so I'm not sure she's for sure on board. But she took the ring, so I feel like she's got to be on Otherwise, this is a big scam. And I've just been scammed out of a ring. I don't think that's the case. And I'll tell you the more full story another time. There's not so much to catch up on, and it's not so late, and this podcast ain't so due so soon. But suffice it to say, we then went to Amsterdam and microdose mushrooms. I had a blast of a time while celebrating our future union. So that's exciting. That's exciting as apple pie on a strawberry soda. God, why is there not more strawberry soda that once in a blue you come across it? It's just a pleasant, lovely experience. You know what's not pleasant or lovely is the Supreme Court's recent decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and take away federal protections for abortion. So strong strong yet very strange segue. But last time we met, I shared with you my full debate on abortion with Charlie Kirk, the right-wing malintended moron. And now, shit's changed nationwide. I've never been so glad to live in a state that at least is forward-thinking. And I feel bad for those that don't. But a lot can change in just a few months' period of time. And it seems like lately everything's changing at a rapid pace, like the world's spinning faster, out of control to some degree. So it's good that we can gather like this and laugh at it as best we can. Think about it, laugh at it, put it in some perspective, and move on to the next week. That's all you could do. But wild how things are. And a bit of hopeful news, however, even though there were a good number of states that had Instant trigger laws that when Roe was overturned, pretty much outlawed abortion in most instances. The first time it's been put to voters to decide in the red state of Kansas. They voted overwhelmingly to keep abortion protections, to keep abortion legal in a red state. And it won with 60% of the vote. And that's after, of course, because they're a bunch of malintended assholes, a bunch of Republican interference trying to suppress the vote, trying to. Great fraudulent vote, sending out mailers saying that if you vote yes, it actually means no, and no means yes, something that they often confuse. These Republicans don't know what no means. Look at our former president, the orange monster, and the accusations hurled his way over and over and over again by a cadre of women. No doubt a man like that's going to put people in the Supreme Court who are going to lie to our faces and say that they believe Roe is the law of the land and is... Precedent on precedent should be respected, then immediately flip that as soon as they get the votes in the court. That's how it goes sometimes. Hopefully we can turn it around. The Biden administration has taken some strong moves after a lot of pressure and a slow initial response to codify it as best as they can. and They have at least instructed doctors around the country that they are, of course, as you may or may not know, as to our Constitution and how it goes. Federal law has to supersede over state law when they are in conflict. And if there's a health risk to the mother and a couple of other circumstances, they do have to perform the abortion care and give that care to the woman, even in states that outlaw it. So that's a good development. But still, we got a ways to go. And another step backwards to claw back from. Why? Because... Our country is now 40 to 50% full of bonkers, gullible, rainwashed, hypnotized idiots. I'm the idiot tester, y'all. I give the idiot test, and I'm very good at spotting when people are idiotic. And my goodness, are they. Our brains are getting weaker and softer. The only way to win money in Vegas, Yahoo reported, Vegas Hotel, the Cosmopolitan, gave all employees a surprise $5,000 bonus in a big group conference in one of their theaters. Super cool to do, but also, again, starkly proving the gulf between rich and not rich yet again in this country, when the owner of the company can be like, here's an extra five grand each of you, and can do that and change people's lives and not even feel it on their own back. And only the company, when they are pretty much robbing people of their own hard-earned money with rigged games. And they decide to do that. We need to fix it. What else has been going down? Los Lobos going Los Locos in Ecuadorian prison. At least 44 people were killed and more than 100 inmates escaped during a brutal prison riot you might have missed in the news. The latest explosion of jail violence in Ecuador members of Los Lobos and R7 gangs clashed in Bella Vista prison after an R7 leader was transferred to facility already teeming with knives and makeshift weapons inside. And fellas, I fellas and ladies and friends with benefits and glebe of extraordinary gentlemen. We'll get to that. I spent a day in prison during my campaign with some people in there for murder and attempted murder and accessory to murder and all these crazy things. And they got everything in there. Cell phones, weed, grills in their cells and weapons you're damn right but prison guards retook control of the facility after inmates fought for hours quote this is an unfortunate result of gang violence said president guillermo lasso brother of ted lasso kind-hearted soccer coach ecuador is a key transit point for south american cocaine as you may or may not know and if you do know it i'd like to question your activities And gangs linked to global drug cartels often battle for control of overcrowded prisons. When asked for comment, Los Locos said, But how many Los Lobos are we supposed to keep track of? Because I know that's a different Los Lobos. The one that sings La Bamba, the one that does gang stuff in prisons. But more than one Los Lobos is Los Locos, if you ask me. And no one does. Lobos, by the way, means wolves. Maybe next time if you want to work your life, name your gang Los Kittens. Probably be cuter and less wolf-like, you know? We're losing our minds on both ends of the aisle in a lot of ways. Like, for example, at a high school in Longwood, Florida, a town that I would have been born in if Things were right, you know what I'm saying, on account of the Longwood and the fact that sometimes my sense of humor is that of a child. Principal Michael Hunter said, yearbooks won't be distributed until photos that show students holding rainbow flags and a love is love shirt were covered. Love is love sign were covered. The students were protesting Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, a.k.a. the Don't Say Gay Law, the absurd law that was done That's a cover to pretend that you shouldn't talk about sexuality in schools, but in fact the law was obviously an overreach to try to make gay people and the LGBTQ community feel out of place and out of sorts and discriminated against, which is not okay. On the other end of the spectrum, the rainbow spectrum, of course, referring to in this instance, and perhaps the sexuality spectrum as well, The Week reported that a teacher was fired for discussing her sexuality with her Middle school students. A Florida middle school art instructor said that she was fired for discussing her pansexual status with students, which, by the way, if you don't know what pansexual is, it's those who have sex with pans, which is just uh, taking love of cooking far too far. Plus, the oil is very, very hot. KC Scott, who was married to a man but attracted to people regardless of their sexual identity, said students were curious about her sexual orientation. So after discussing it, Scott said she posted the students' artworks on the classroom door, asking the students to draw artworks about their own sexual identification. Only took them down after school officials told her to get rid of them, and she was later fired, a first-year teacher, for not following the curriculum. Good, good she was fired. This is far too far on the other side. Not anything wrong with her own sexual identity, of course, but middle school teachers, let alone any teacher, should not be discussing their sexuality with their students. I don't care if they're curious. Of course they're curious. You know any of my teachers I was attracted to when I was a young schoolboy? Doesn't mean you get to ask them. If you do ask them, you get sent to the principal's office. You don't get to have them be like, mm, well, actually, here's what turns me on. The teacher I was attracted to told me about her turn-ons, you understand? How my brain would have been even more ruined than it already was for many years after teachers like Mrs. Bridgeford, Mrs. Green, Mrs. Katie. G. damn. I still have thoughts sometimes. You can't change what affects your brain as a little boy and it gets in there. Little sexual brain worms get up on, get all up in there the way you wish that they would, the teachers themselves and not the worms. My goodness. Mrs. Bridgeford used to do things with a podium that shouldn't have ever been done in public, in front of, let alone in front of developing young, young brains. But I digress in a way that I regret, to be honest with you. I digress pretty terribly there. But you don't discuss that with your middle school students or any students, let alone then ask them their own sexualities. Sexuality is meant to be private, or sometimes semi-public when, like, you make out with somebody at a dance floor or a nightclub. Not en la escuela. Si es la verdad, está bien o no? Is that cool or no? We've lost our damn minds. Russia declared war on Ukraine since we last met. For no reason. Other than the fact that they didn't want them to join NATO. Because they didn't want them being part of a... Treaty organization that was pledged to defend all member countries. Because when you're a shady ass country like Russia. You don't want the better minded countries of the world ganging up on you. And so you declare a purposeless war on innocent people. How horrendous. That became the cause celeb. I mean, it's the cause of. The celebrated cause, not the cause for celebrities, even though it was kind of both for a minute, because it started the exact day that COVID became not as big of a thing anymore, or rather the, the flip, perhaps the second that Russia declared war on Ukraine, they had another story to cover around the clock. COVID coverage started dropping out the window and more, more on COVID later and how the restrictions were just pulled just yesterday by the CDC, almost all of them, but a tragedy was going on there. But at the same time, I also wonder, how it is when the military industrial complex is on the line, there's a chance to make billions and billions of dollars for military contractors. Suddenly we have money. We don't have to ever fix domestic problems. And yes, I understand that we need to protect the world order, protect the safety of the planet and our own nation, and can't let an adversary start taking over countries. Same time, we're giving about $50 billion dollars to Ukraine already, out of nowhere. And $50 billion could solve so many problems here at so, at home. You could just take one right off the list. You could solve hunger. You could solve, make a huge dent in homelessness. You could fix our healthcare system. You could bring down premiums. You could do so much. Get paid teachers more. We never have the resources to do that shit because you can't make money off of paying teachers more. Even teachers can't make money out of paying teachers more, getting paid themselves more. They barely make more and it's not really enough. But to fix a lot of this bullshit, like I said for a million years, you got to simply do one thing you flip the salaries of teachers and Congress. And suddenly you'd have Congress people getting paid teachers' wages. They'd only be in there if they actually cared. And finally teachers would get paid more. There'd be more incentive to go and teach the youth of our country in a system that is less corruptible than government at least. Our next story, burka that ass up. The Taliban recently ordered women to cover their faces in public again, reinstating their signature policy. It's nice to have a signature thing you're known for, isn't it? Except when it's horribly repressive and oppressive their hard line from the 1990s is back if a woman does not cover her face ideally with the traditional head-to-toe burqa her male guardian will receive a visit from security forces and could be jailed this is not a restriction on women said akif muhajir the ministry of virtue and prevention of vice dude who who works at that ministry but an order of the quran Women rejected the burqa Decree as well as a new ban on solo travel and the cancellation of popular soap operas. Women are born free, said Shabana Shabdiz, and have a basic human right to walk around freely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And the Taliban pretended to agree with that when they took the country back over when Biden had, had his disastrous exit from Afghanistan. We knew that was just a matter of time until they went back on their word because they aren't good people. They're evil people. And you know they're evil because uh, how weak and shitty and evil of a person you got to be to not be able to even control your behavior or yourself around women if you see more than their nose and their eyes. They don't even see their nose. They just see their eyes. The nose, nose is going to be very hot. Just ask Steve Carell, who's tripled down on one of those. The large-nosed gentleman is all I'm trying to say with that. I think you get the point. It's tough. There's so many places that are backwards in the world. Thank God we live in America, which is a land of freedom and and cohesiveness and equal rights. Wait, no, did you listened to about five minutes ago on this podcast? Oh, yeah, right, you did. <sighs> Liam Neeson loves fake guns that are real guns. That's Hollywood pushed to ban real guns from movie sets. After Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed the cinematographer, Hala Hutchinson, Hala Hutchins, rather, on the set of his movie, Rust. A lot of Hollywood start taking guns away, but not Neeson. He says they're fun. They're fun. man with a particular set of skills. Not shooting guns. 69 years old. Ha <laughs> ha You get it? He became known for playing a gun-toting retired CIA operative, CIA operative in the Taken trilogy, which has taken nearly a, a billion dollars worldwide. But his roles are getting a little bit more Fitting to his age group, in a new film called Memory, he plays a hitman assassin, but with early-onset dementia. His signature line on that film is, I've got a particular set of skills. And also, I've got a particular set of skills. And if I haven't mentioned this yet, I've got a particular set of skills. For those getting angry, and I'm making a dementia-related joke, get over yourself. We have to be able to joke about things. A point I make in the opening joke of my new special, The Mad King, dropping Sunday, August 14th, and staying up on YouTube indefinitely. Just because you make a joke about the very funny thing, the very funny comedic premise of somebody not being able to remember stuff that they just did or said, doesn't mean you don't want to fix dementia, doesn't mean you don't want to fund it, research it, solve it, cure it. But it also doesn't mean you can't make a joke about it. You can. You can still make jokes about things. It's called joke privilege, and I got it. Plus, who's going to be upset about it? Someone with dementia might be upset for a couple seconds, then they forget about it. So no harm done. Also, if you haven't heard this, the uh, catchphrase of Liam Neeson's new character is, I've got a particular set of skills, and a particular set of skills. I didn't let it lie. You get it? You can still joke about stuff. Also, if you heard the terrible news coming from the set of Boss Baby 2, of course, the animated film, Alec Baldwin's voice just killed somebody accidentally. It's hard to believe. mcdonald's fully bailing on russia finally no more supporting of McWar war crimes mcdonald's announced during the time we've been away from each other's lives and ears and mouth you know my mouth and your ears that it plans to fully exit the russian market in response to their invasion of ukraine russia's invasion not mcdonald's invasion the fast food giant said it would temporarily close all of its restaurants in russia and pause all operations in the market while continuing to pay at 62,000 employees, which is really nice of them to do, McDonald's plans to sell its business also in the country if they can, including 850 restaurants to local buyers who will just remove McDonald's name and their branding from the restaurants. Does this mean we're going to actually get McDowell's in the world? I mean, you have to go to Russia to get it, which I don't recommend. Ask Brittany Griner, unfortunately. Just got nine years in prison for a little bit of weed i talk about some accidental weed smuggling myself in my special, The Mad King, August 14th. So I I, I sympathize with Brittany, but also there's a lot of people in jail right now for doing a lot less than that with weed. So let's stop the hypocrisy. President gets involved in this one and is trying to trade war criminals to get her out while there's still people in jail right now for weed stuff. Like Kamala Harris, largely responsible for earlier in her career before her revolution, let's hope. Because, you know, she and Biden are smoking weed. Come on now. As an unrelated question, I wouldn't know, but is, there's got to be a porn star calling herself Kamala Hairless, right? There has to be, right? And some dude porn star calling himself Joe Biden the Pillow, Bi- Biden Biden the Pillow. Wasn't as good a pun as the first one. I think we both agree with that. There were some horribly tragic shootings in our country, supermarkets, hospitals parades, and a school. One of the worst school shootings ever. I don't want to bele- beleaguer this point or stick on it too long, but Republicans are blocking this. Blocking reform, common sense reform for guns. Luckily and somehow, because of the vast amount of tragedy back to back to back, some Republicans finally came on board for very limited gun reform, the first in decades of any significance. Not an assault weapons ban, no. Raising the age you can buy an assault weapon, no. But saying that between age 18 and 21, they will add mental health background checks to the gun weapon purchases, to the weapon purchases. Because recent shooters have been in that age range, so limited and narrow. A couple other good things in there, too. Expansion of red flag laws, funding for red flag laws in states, some other good things. It is progress. It is a positive story. It is good news. Better than nothing for sure. But so incremental because we have to negotiate constantly with the terrorists, basically, that are the Republican Party. When one side is stymieing progress, holding back the future, holding back evolution, holding back just simple common-sense safety, Rolling back human rights. They're evil. The modern day Republican Party is evil. My grandfather, my hero, was Republican. Their principles of fiscal responsibility and smaller government are not evil. And it's good to have a check on too fast of progress without thinking things through. That's what is a good check and balance, but not today's Republican Party that still supports an orange monster and Donald Trump actively still trying to overthrow our democracy, still claiming the election was stolen, even when the Jan 6 commissions proving beautifully and dramatically in prime time how he orchestrated the Jan 6 rally, along with Charlie Kirk and others, encouraged this insurrection on his own government simply because his ego couldn't handle having lost an election and still can't. It's wild times, very wild times. But good news, the Inflation Reduction Act just passed the House, already passed the Senate. Biden will sign it. And this will give huge amounts of funding for combating climate change, for reducing by 40% America's reliance on fossil fuels by 2030. A lot of other very important funding priorities that will help our country. The ability to negotiate drug prices, not now, but in four years. For Medicare to negotiate drug prices only for 12 drugs as well. And saying that there would be any argument possible to say, no, they shouldn't be able to negotiate drug prices. Any price should be negotiable if you have the buying power but not in a broken Congress and a broken government controlled by moneyed interests. And even to get the climate funding on board for that hostage taker, Joe Manchin and Christian, Kristen Sinema to a lesser degree, but Joe Manchin who negotiated for a week or two with Chuck Schumer on this had to get a concession to give some sort of, some sort of priority and favored status to oil companies before like, for example, they're to lease lands to, I'm not getting this exactly right, but to lease lands to green energy for, to alternative energy companies, they first have to give the bid to oil companies like that kind of a concession had to be made to yacht owning super rich anti-progress, fake Democrat holding hostage, the entire democratic caucus, Joe Manchin. But at least he got on board after getting – literally a Democrat had to get them to agree, well, we're going to do some stuff for my oil boys too, right? Such disingenuous garbage. And again, I encourage you to go to represent.us, the only organization I know of that truly has the best solution to help try to stop the corruption in our government, get the money out, stop voter suppression, voter restrictions. Represent.us, watch the video from Jennifer Lawrence and or Michael Douglas. Beautifully says it all. But progress there. It's nice. Gas prices are coming down now for a long time in a row. Interest rates are going up a little scary, but so far it has not launched us into a recession. That's nice news. The world's closing in on Donald Trump. That's great news. Not only did he, just this last week, because now we're caught up to this week, have been for the last few minutes if you didn't realize that, and coming up soon, Twitter answers. And no thunder around tonight, because I don't have funny, silly stories. I got enough. We're already catching up, Bob. There will be... Thunder Round in future episodes. And I won't even hold myself to strict formats either. I'll do my best. But we do have Twitter answers and some nice jokes coming at you in a second. Some dad jokes too. Dad jokes always lighten the mood nicely. Except when your dad tells them you're like, oh, dad. Then you repeat them because they're actually kind of funny. And a lot of us have complicated relationships with our parents. I'm working on that myself as well. Because the other thing I forgot to mention up top, along with therapy, which I found ben- very beneficial, I got on Adderall about a year plus ago. And the only thing I would like to immediately retract from my special is I call Adderall a miracle drug and special. And it's not for some it is. So I, I it's kind of true, but I loved it. At first when I recorded, it, it was very positive, it helped me focus on my life. It's helped me get things done, but it also was making me very irritable. at times unpleasant to be around and very emotional. I was just weeping. Suddenly you can't have comedians, weeping random weeping sure. on on, on deserving occasions, but you can't just have like, a tiny amount of bad news and be like, what's happening to me? Crying all the damn time. Crying ain't sexy, you know? I like to be as sexy as possible. I think we all know that in my own mind and not in any of yours. And I understand that it hurts, but I'll live. Off it, I feel like myself truly for the first time in over a year. And I'm so much happier. Even though weird stuff's been going on, I had my identity hacked. There was first a fake account that was trying to, defraud my fans pretending to be me and mocking my account on instagram got that taken down then i fell victim to a phishing attempt like a real idiot never thought i could fell victim to it they wore me down and currently i've control my facebook fan page you can't even promote my special i've been waiting six years to get out there since the last one can't even promote it on my facebook fan page one of my bigger outlets because they still have control I actually got control back, and then the next day I didn't change enough and added enough security that they got me right back the next morning. So I've been dealing with that shit, but I still feel good. I've also been going to sleep for the last three months since I started doing these Rebel HQ videos, more than that in a second, about 30 or 40 times in the last three months, if not 50 times, between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. Very unhealthy. So I finally got back to a 2 a.m. bedtime Last night, woke up at 10, good amount of sleep and normal hours-ish. And right now it's 2.30 in the morning. I'm broadcasting this live, and I still have to write a description of it, send it in to Declan in the UK, get it processed, get it up on that Smodcast network, then write a newsletter, and then sleep. We'll see. I'm doing my best. I'm not going to be too hard on myself, even though I'm fucking upset at myself right now for all that, but I'm not. I'm positive and negative and then positive again. A negative times a negative, it's a positive. That was Edward James almost as played by Bernie Sanders. My goodness. So I'm off the Adderall and I feel good is the point of that. Demi Lovato, I called this when it first happened. Attention hungry Demi Lovato. Flipped her pronouns to they, them about a year ago. I said I don't buy it with her. Seemed to present always as a female. Yeah, cut her hair short, but a lot of women have short hair. Other than that, seem to present to me as a woman the whole time. And I know you don't want to be hearing this a lot of you from a straight white male. But I'm all but I'm questionably white, you know, if that makes any difference. And I got a little, you know, bump on one of my testicles that they say is a vestige of when I was a female in the, in the womb, you know, when we all were both and it didn't fully dissolve away, so I'm part female too. And I play several characters that are that are female characters in Glee, off the top. Does that make me a drag performer as well? Who knows? But I'm just saying, it to some degree, there. I'm not all straight up. Now, tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. But that said, you can put me in the category of straight white male if you want. But. I tweeted that, oh, so then one year later, she now added, and I say she because she added she, her back to her pronouns. Still they, them, and also she, her. Seems maybe a touch greedy, but it's fine. Do what you want, of course, but I criticized it on Twitter, and I was then shamed into taking the tweets down because people were saying it's her own private business. Leave her alone, but she posted about it publicly and talked about it publicly. That makes it not private, A, and B, it's just my belief, if we're still allowed to have opinions, that this har- this harms the transgender movement, the gender fluid movement, the non-binary movement, to have somebody that... Because I thought the whole premise was you were supposed to, and correct me if I'm wrong, please write on me. I'm always wanting to learn, always wanting to be educated. I don't have a closed mind to anything. But as my, I understood it, it was supposed to be for people who their whole life felt restricted by something. That was a social construct put on them. They felt like they were born in a man's body. I mean, in a woman's body, but they were really a man. Or they were born in a woman's body, but they're really never that fluidly different. They were on a different part of the spectrum. But to just hop over for a year, make the whole world take headlines away from those actually who, in my opinion, are more seriously feeling this and identify with that than someone who constantly is making new headlines. Constantly with ridiculous headlines about, I remember what it was, like telling Subway to stop doing this. Like, it needs to weigh in on Subway sandwiches. And so it just seems disingenuous to me, in my opinion. But who am I to say? I'm just a white, sort of white, not fully white, part still female, male, drag performer but also straight white male at the same time. Which reminds me of the next Glebe off the top, where you can see me play a lot of characters, including some of them female, with face filters and augmented reality. Takes place on September 3rd, Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. Tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com. That one is not free, but it's very cheap. You get tickets now, it's just 10 bucks. Or you can get a VIP ticket and hang with me direct right after that. And of course, the free tickets to my special The Mad King Watch Party 4.30 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern, this Sunday. And if you missed that you want to just watch it on YouTube, The Mad King is up there. Helium Comedy Studio Studios YouTube page. Search Ben Glebe, The Mad King. It should come up. Links will also be in my bios on all social media, at Ben Glebe, on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. My Lincoln in bio will have it right there. Also, my new rap name is Lincoln Bayou. Bayou, B-A-Y-O-U, Lincoln Bayou. I'd like to be Lincoln Bio and sound more like that, but I wanted it to be spelled Bayou, like the Bayou down in Louisiana. And I can't reconcile which of the two, but I'm not doing much rapping these days anyway, so I think I'm fine with the conundrum. Beyoncé released a new album or a partial album or something, immediately changed some lyrics, used the word spaz. That was offensive to people. You can't say spaz now. Apparently that's offensive to spazes out there, to the spaz community. Maybe that's a derogatory term for a certain condition. I, I don't know the full story. I'm not trying to be offensive for no reason here or at all. But apparently you can't use the word spaz anymore. I just used it six times. Can you still say the spasmatics? That's a group. Can you still say that? I don't know. Beyonce change her mind around on this. So maybe I should too. But there's hypocrisies abound. And we need to also just be a little easier on people. And not be trying always to be up in arms and complain, and try to get people to change their mind. That's great. Change their actions. That's great. Change a song lyric. Why not? But shouldn't be canceling people for stuff like this. Because Monica Lewinsky, somebody I know a little bit, not very well, but a little touch, follows me on Twitter and retweets me on occasion. Very kind of her. Posted, oh, if you're going to change your lyrics, how about changing the lyric from partition where you say, He Monica Lewinsky'd all over my dress. Which isn't even accurate, because it should be Bill Clinton'd all over my dress, she said. Because he was the one that did the the Bill Clintoning." That's right, you know what I'm talking about. Might have turned part of the blue dress, not so blue. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. I think you do. But she didn't change that lyric. Why aren't we up in arms? You get it. CDC has pretty much flipped and reversed most COVID restrictions. No more testing for most things. No more social distancing. No one's been doing that for a long time anyway. No more mask mandates. They do recommend it indoors still, but no more quarantining if you've been exposed to COVID. Are they trying to get these numbers right back up? Even though I I welcome it because the current strains are a lot weaker, but They just simply still, no more restrictions at schools. I think that's good news, but if you do have COVID, they do recommend you still stay home with that one. But people won't even do that now, probably. I already know a guy that had COVID, and I understand. I think he tested negative when people were at his house and then later tested positive, so it's all good, but people are going to be a little more fast and loose with the restrictions now that they're all pulled. And the CDC partially admitted they're doing this because of economic reasons. The economy has to get going again and we can't forever. And also because the public's kind of over it and you can't make the public do something that they won't do when they're not all on board with it, not afraid of it anymore. I just hope that this thing stays at bay because if it resurges with a more dangerous variant, good luck getting people to do anything again. At least, it, the scariest part of COVID seems to at least temporarily be behind us. We can rest easy. What? monkeypox? Uh, for another episode. I can't even deal with monkey pox now. Monkeys are giving us pox now? Is that what's happening? Can the monkeys keep to themselves? Who am I yelling at? I don't know. Sorry for yelling. Just the general concept of war, real quick, back to the Russia invading Ukraine thing. People are going to still do wars. Can we just as a world community shame people? Whenever they are thinking about war, can the whole world just be like, oh, you're going to do a war, bro? What are you, a schoolyard bully taking someone's lunch money? We don't do wars anymore, okay? I don't know if that would work, but I think it might. I'd love to give a shout out to some of my Patreon supporters, some of my best supporters. And if you'd like to join my Patreon, you certainly can. All kinds of great perks. This was the first card we did. It's this beautiful metal black card. You can hear it. Look at that. Beautiful metal card. The Glebe Squad card you can get. And the brand new card for 2022 is a beautiful red card. Still metal. Boom. You hear that? Beautiful red card with the new G Power logo on it. Official membership card of the Mad Ones. Glebe Squad right there. You can get yours at a very reasonably priced level my Patreon. And above that, you get private video hangs. You get group video hangs. You get personal letters from me. You get drawings. You get uh, private one-on-one hangs. I think I said that already. A lot of stuff. Free tickets to my shows. Virtual show, free tickets. Free access to watch the shows afterwards on on, uh, Patreon. Watch the VIP hangs. Watch the shows. We try to take care of you best we can i also reply to messages on there very as much as i can it's patreon.com slash ben glebe and one of the perks you get is you get a thank you and a shout out with a nickname from me on this podcast so the first trunk i'll do this week and more on the next episode shout out to front row steve and first lady val steve the jailbird himself the old makeshift jailbird and val i call her val valerie caitlin judy greer Starter of the legit Ben Glebe fan page on Instagram, the Mad King page. Patrick the Yokester Yokely, Tamothy Brown, Tambourine Brown, Steph, and Ruse coming to us from Australia where the ruse and bruise flow like butter like like butter melted butter down a down a, down the side of a hill. If you like poured melted butter down a hillside. Not my best nickname charlie the wall Wallbridge, colleen burns gerhard go hard and walk hard the dewey Cox story ktla gibson the gibson amphitheater herself starter of the glebe squad fan page the other legit fan page and the og one on instagram alex and michelle zay you zay me zay jack zaya together Thank you all for your incredible support. You guys are the best. And more again on the next episode. And now it's time for Twitter answers. That's right. We're checking in with the Glebe squad, the Glebe of extraordinary gentlemen, the brain trust, the mad ones, the friends with benefits, the big Gleavers in all of us. It's good to be with you again. I really missed talking with all of you. Very glad this new season has started. Popping, going, rearing, rocking and rolling. I asked you with the hashtag Twitter on Twitter. What is the dumbest joke you like telling people? Best answers on the pod. You can see quotes of past episodes of this podcast, by the way. It's not been updated in recent episodes, but if you want us to get a sense of the vibes of your new listener, at Last Week on Earth. And if you're a listener here, please subscribe, rate and review, positive five-star reviews if you like the pod and great comments. But also I forgot to mention for the special, by the way, please don't just watch the special. Please, 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 if you like it, share it. Copy the share link on YouTube, share it on all your social medias, share it with your friends, share it on text chains. And please, when you watch it, leave comments. If you watch live in the live watch party, also leave comments in the actual comments. that will be forever in the bottom of the actual video. Please do that. The algorithms respond very favorably. The sooner you watch to when it's launched, the more times you watch, the more comments you leave, and the more you share it It makes a gigantic difference. And hopefully my comedy will be able to spread. And I hope that I show in this special that you can be outlandish and crazy and mad and wild and funny and extreme without punching down, without being a dick. It seems like so much of the big comics, I still watch a lot of them. I still like parts of a lot of what they do, but I also don't like parts of a lot of what they do so many of the big comics have to be dicks in their specials. They have to say mean things, horrible things. They have to marginalize groups. They have to say things that are uncalled for. They have to make it okay to talk about hitting a woman or have make it okay to denigrate in aggressive, disgusting ways the trans community. You can speak your mind. You can write clever jokes. You can ask questions without just writing lazy jokes to punch down at people without a genuine point or a genuine question behind it or without a good intention behind it. Don't do that. So I'm trying to show there's a new way to do comedy where you can still talk about the issues of the day without being a real dick. Of course, it's the podcast that started the Don't Be a Dick Pledge, and you can still sign it yourself at tinyurl.com slash don't be a dick pledge because nobody should be a dick or a dick pledge. But I digress as I often do on this podcast, oft and often. What is the dumbest joke you like telling people? Ki Murai, aka Kiramori, said my favorite lame joke. Why don't seagulls fly over the bay? Because then they'd be bagels. I like it. Bob Hollerin at Bob WCVB. A priest, a minister, and a rabbit walk into a bar, and the rabbit says, I think they want a typo. <laughs> Nate Christensen. If two wrongs don't make a right, what do two rights make? An airplane. That's a Wright Brothers reference. I like that a lot. Tozy and Kosh said, Sam asked Sally to the prom. She said yes. He went to get tickets. Long line. Got tickets. Went to get limo. Huge line. Got limo. Went to get corsage. Crazy line. Got corsage. Prom night. Sally and Sam arrived. Sally asked Sam to get her a drink. There was no punch line. I like it. One joke from my dad at Nate Dog Dodger on Twitter, please follow him. He's been getting very into Twitter, tweeting a lot, especially if you're a sports fan, but in general, just give him a follow to make the man happy. Why not? Doesn't cost you nothing. He says a uh a snail was out in front of a man's house, and the man walked by and saw the snail, and he just flicked him rudely flicked the snail. man went in his house didn't think anything of it well. Well, goes around, comes around, because three years later, there's a knock at the door. Man opens the door and it's that snail, and he goes, hey, what the hell? <laughs> Shane, at Bubba. His joke, guy calls his doc and says he dreamed of being a teepee. Doc says, that's odd. Call me if anything changes. Guy calls back and says, doc, last night I dreamed I was a wigwam. Doc says, oh, I see the problem. You're two <laughs> Kelly Miller at Kelly underscore Miller. A man walks into his psychiatrist's office wearing nothing but saran wrap. The psychiatrist says, I can clearly see your nuts. That's a good one. At Ben Glebe 2024, the Twitter account, I guess, dedicated to trying to get me to run in 2024, which I will not do for the recuerdo. Their best lame joke, uh, Trump won the election by a landslide. Hilarious. And finally, Renee Wenzel, a.k.a. At Drifty Allison Zero, if at first you don't succeed, then skydiving is not for you. My friends, I missed you. I'm so glad to be back with you. Hope to see you again soon. Be in your earlobes again soon. And until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. Last Week on Earth. Last Week on Earth.